Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Vulnerability Time. I'm your host, Trenton Epizon Rucker. Fun fact, the word Epizon stands for survivor. So I just thought that was really, it's Greek for survivor. I just thought that was really cool because I always say my middle name, but I never really explain it. It's just like, anyways, the point is, welcome to Vulnerability Time. Today, we'll be discussing finding yourself and we'll be hearing it from our special guest, our digital marketer, Chooks. Oh, he's also fellow Fight Out brother. Everyone, welcome Chooks. Chooks, it is so phenomenal. I love how you're waving. <laughs> it's the audio that's recording, but that's okay. Me and Chooks can see each other. So that, that that's what that's what is important. Yeah, so it is such an honor to have you. I'm not saying this in cliche, um, I didn't tell you this before the episode because I wanted to tell this to you publicly. It is literally such an honor to have you because you don't have to be here. You don't have to be vulnerable, but you're choosing to do so for um, the healing of yourself and others. Um, even though you may never meet, you know, the people that listen to this, um, you're healing. You're healing them. Um, but yeah, with that being said, Chooks, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. So what's up, everyone? Um... Like trying to mention, my name is Chooks. Um, I'm from Montclair State University, located in New Jersey. I'm a digital marketer. I'm also part of Fidel. In regards to like what I do today currently, um, like I mentioned digital marketing, but if you don't know what that is, it's more like the virtual aspect of marketing. So like I'm not showing up in the office wearing a suit and tie, working like a typical nine to five job. Like what I do is pretty fun. So like it's like social media accounts, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Anything people do on the phone with the younger audience, I help around with. I make the posts you see online, do all the other stuff. So like, it's pretty fun because I like other people who have to wake up and like wear a suit and tie, like I mentioned. Me personally, I just wake up like 7.55, clock in, put on some basketball shorts, t-shirt. Just like keep my whole persona, I have to change anything. And it still works out for me and it's making a good living for me so far and I'm really thankful for it. Oh, okay. What, um, what what was that a uh, university that you said you by the way that is so freaking cool i i hope i'll be able to get to enjoy a, a job like that i don't i don't work right now y'all i'm on summer break uh for, for school <laughs> grad school but that sounds pretty cool that sounds pretty so cool. i went to montclair state university okay and where's that what what where's that at it's in montclair new jersey it's like in three different towns at the same time um little falls montclair and i forget the third one is Montclair the main universe, like the main campus? Yeah. Is it the campus is big enough for like overlaps across three different sections? Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. What made you want to choose uh, Montclair? Uh, the story's not too exciting. Um, so back in college, no, back in my senior year of high school, I wasn't really too excited about the whole college process. I thought college was kind of boring or like overwhelming. I didn't really take it too seriously, but my siblings went to Keene um, and at the time, William Patterson. I didn't like William Patterson. Um, I was at Keene, I think once or twice. I'm not really, I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. The campus looked pretty nice, but my brother went there, so I didn't want to follow him. So then I found Montclair online and I visited the campus. And like, I always tell this story, like the first time I saw the Montclair campus, it reminded me of like California, even though I've never been there. It was just like mad nice, mad sunny. And, um, they had an accounting program too, 
which is my original major. So eventually after some a little bit careful consideration, like some thoughts and speaking to other people, I eventually did come out conclusion like yeah, I'm gonna attend Manchester University in the fall. That is awesome, my dude. So you you said accounting was your original major. What um, so you switched majors? Yeah. So um, for all my freshman year, including the summer, to actually be the first and second semester classes, mm-hmm. I was like all in for accounting. Then um, towards the end of my freshman year, I had like a little situation, and I didn't really think like I continued doing accounting. It just seemed pretty overwhelming and like I like numbers, but it was just like super boring and super tedious. Right. And like in the future too, like, yeah, you can make a good living doing accounting, but like it's a very draining job. And like the accountants I meet today, like they're much older. And like, yeah, they're making a nice living, but they don't really seem to enjoy what they do. Mm, yeah, you know, that's not the first time I've heard that. I have a friend who's a, an old friend who's in accounting and he said literally the exact same thing. Um, yeah, no, I, mm, when I think of accounting, I think of numbers, you know, and I, I, I thought, I think of math, you know, and, and, you know, at least for me, math was fun and up until the point where, you know, letters and shapes started being added into it. And I'm just, whoever did that, I'm just like, you know what, we suffered. I'm <laughs> just like, there's already hell on earth and thank you for increasing it. I was just like, what is it? This is the shape. This is a letter. Letters and numbers don't aren't supposed to mix, right? Like that's what, that's that was my process from elementary to high school. Was I used to love numbers, and then numbers became with shapes and and letters and and and, and what shoot? What's next? <laughs> what's next? I, you know, but um, yeah. So with that being said, folks. <clears throat> We're gonna get into finding yourself. We're gonna be talking, that's our topic today. Um, Chook, so what, what, so what does finding yourself mean to you? And like, how do you resonate with that topic? <clears throat> so like for me, um, it just comes down to three words. So who are you? And I can tell a lot of people struggle with that, like regardless of their age, whether like they're in elementary school middle school, high school, college, post-college. A lot of people struggle with that because some people are juggling like different identities. And for each each of those identities, there's like different scenarios, different environments, whether I'm like hanging out with these people or I'm like doing this particular activity. So like the biggest thing with me, like a lot of people just struggle with knowing who they are. Me too at one point. And like, thankfully post-college, like I'm gradually getting towards that towards that point like knowing who I am um this just like involves like various things but I think the biggest thing is just like who you are how you feel about yourself and like are you changing yourself for others or are you being the same person all the time regardless of whatever environment you're in mm-hmm. gotcha you know <clears throat> like you said you know struggling with the multiple identities thingy you know and it's hard because there is societal pressure to be a certain way um like <clears throat> oh if you're a football player you you can't like um dancing or you know no you're supposed to be uh, strong tough you know um dirty sports and things like that um 
and especially okay like friendships and then family you know um just being in like different environments like church if people go to you know someone goes to, you know church um would we act the same way you know in the in the environments where i feel like it should allow ourselves to be authentic like i mean in a perfect world i would think you know going to church should be just coming up as yourself being around family them loving you as you are being around friends or quote-unquote friends you know just being able to be who you are however that is not the case all the time um you know now there's a time and a place for things like for example professionalism obviously if you're in an interview you know that is clearly a time for professionalism, not a time to act like how you would act like with your friends. Um, however, there's not always... So what I mean by that, folks, is I'm not saying, oh, like, if you're not yourself in every situation, then you don't know who you are. No, not saying that. Um, but what I'm saying is there is identity struggles, like Chooks was saying, um, have you found yourself? I know that probably didn't make sense, y'all, but it made sense in my head. So that's fun. Um, this is unedited, folks. This is vulnerability time. This is unedited. Yay. So Chooks, um, have you found yourself struggling, you know, with identity in like different environments? Uh, yeah, like when I was younger, so like going all the way back to elementary um, school, it was more like the community I was in. Um, not a lot of people my demographic were there. Like, yeah, it was that first community, but diverse doesn't mean equal in terms of representation. So like for my demographic, there wasn't too much of us. So like, I just hung around like who was surrounded by. And eventually as I got older, I saw more people who looked like me, thought like me, it was pretty cool. But at the same time, though, since I was so used to like everybody else from my past, I was still with them, just hanging out, talking, all this stuff. And at times there were like, almost like identity crisis or people questioning your identity. But thankfully, like the older I got, the less it occurred. And then like past school, cause I graduated last year, you realize like cow, it doesn't really matter. Cause like what goes on in school? Cause we have so much free time. We can hang out, do all this stuff. But like, once you graduate, it's like, I get out into the real world. Like, I don't really care who I'm with in terms like demographic wise or like representation, all this stuff. It's more like if I have a close connection with them. So like finding who I am and the fact that like, I'm not really changing myself just to like be able to like mess around with them or just hang with them is really great. So I was very fortunate for that. Wow, um, y'all that spoke volumes to me. And obviously this, the, um, episode after this will be the commentary episode folks y'all know um that it'll just be me speaking on my, my thoughts and experiences based off this topic um but i do want to mention chooks um that really stuck with me the whole identity crisis because i mean i believe that i'm currently struggling with it um apparently like what's a, what what's what I was taught my identity was supposed to be, I'm not none of that. And so I felt like I never belonged and still don't necessarily feel like I belong, belong. 
Um, and it's, it sucks because it, it, it messes with my journey of finding myself and learning myself and growing within and from myself. Um, and you know, I'm just gonna like rip the bandaid off of it. And, um, I always was told by my family and other African-Americans that I was never black enough. I just, they always said, you're too white, you're too Oreo, you're not black enough. Why do you talk like this? Why do you like to read and learn? Okay, well, I never liked to read, by the way. I never liked to read. I only read because I had to. <laughs> it was just, I never liked to read, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, um, and also like, I'm gay as well, and I didn't get to choose that, by the way. Um, and I was never, I'm not, apparently to folks, I'm not gay enough. I don't, you know, fit in with the LGBTQ plus community. Um, the people that always accepted me in my life were Caucasian people. Um, and I'm just gonna be honest, it didn't, this is vulnerability time. It honestly, like, it, it, it didn't necessarily matter if they were racist or homophobic or used to be racist or homophobic. They accepted me as family, not like just friend, not like token, no, like legit family. When I was around, when I am around um, Caucasian people, they are my safety, my comfort zone because I'm able to just be myself, you know, I don't have to worry about someone telling me you're not black enough. You know, I just don't. And it, it hurts when I was called that from my own. Um, and I don't even see it's it's uncomfortable for me to even say my own people. But from African-Americans, because I'm just like, I thought that this I thought I was supposed to belong. You know, I thought this was my identity or the point is, got none of that. I'm gonna get more into this. This is Chook's episode, not my episode. Um, so I'm gonna get more into that in the commentary, y'all. But what stuck out to me, Chooks, was you know, the identity crisis thing and how that can correlate um, with the struggle of finding yourself. Um, have you ever been, you know, just between me and you, well, <laughs> and the people listening, you know, does that resonate with you to some extent? Like, were you ever like told that you weren't enough of what you were quote unquote supposed to be? Uh, yeah, when I was younger. So like I turned 23 a couple months ago. So oh, let's say like elementary, thank you. So like, let's say elementary, middle school, some of high school. And I think like super rarely in my freshman year of college, but like when you're younger, your mind is more fragile. But as yeah. you mature, your mind gets more stronger. And like, yeah, when I was younger, it kind of rattled me. But now it's one of those, if it ever happens, which is once in a blue moon, it may affect me mentally in the in the moment. But like, I'm a big person, like sleeping on it. It's so like, tomorrow's obviously a new day. So like when I wake up the next day, I'm either gonna forget it or I do remember it. I just shrug off my shoulder, but it truly does not affect me these days. So do you mean that in the aspects of being told you're not black enough or just that you're not enough of what you're supposed to be like? Oh, like uh, yeah, because 
growing up, I was in like a harder area. So like other than apartments, it wasn't really too good. Like the environment, because you know, like drugs, violence every now and then. So like, I obviously want to become a product of my environment because that would not lead me anywhere. So like, I tried to do my best in school, get good grades. And at times, like, because like I had big glasses at the time and I was getting good grades, and get called nerd or whatever, or like, um, it's like little jokes, but it's probably like being young. And then when I did start playing sports, I was really good, but the sports team was composed of, like different individuals. Most people were not like focused on school, which is completely understandable. And, like, yeah, they might make a comment every now and then because we hang on the field. But off the field, they maybe see me like a different group, and they might pull me aside and say like, "Oh, why hanging out with them? You hang out with us." Mm-hmm. But like, I made the wise decision early on. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna hang with the wrong crowd just to fit in or feel like I fit in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty interesting because um, how I grew up, I grew up in a very um, I don't want to use the word uptight. I don't, I guess I'm gonna just have to be vulnerable and just do the best that I can and not worry about me sticking my foot in my mouth. Um, I grew up in a very, um, very, very, I don't, I don't know what to say. Okay. Sorry if I put my foot in my mouth, folks. I grew up in a very like um, bougie type of environment. Um, it was diverse. However, it, um, it was diverse. Um, it was very uppity, very bougie. Um, however, though it was predominantly Caucasian and I hate to like talk race and things. I just hate, hate it. Um, but, um, it was predominantly Caucasian. However, like when I would go to school, it would be those of my skin color it's just like they would search me out to tell me why are you hanging with white people or you're too you're too white you know and so that hurts that sucks that you know it's just like wow I'm just not it's like wow am I too white to be black and then it's like and then it's like when when there's like something controversial in the media it's like then to my own color i become black when it's convenient for them and then and so they remind me oh well you're too black to be white and so i'm just like look 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 look. i'm just me and i'm just gonna be around who accepts me who loves me like why would i you can be black green white blue purple orange if you accept me and if i can be myself around you then that i mean that's that's all i'm you know wanting and giving in a friendship you know is i'm not like you said like i don't want to like i'm not saying like oh i'm not saying all black people no i'm not saying that this is just my experience you know um my family um my mom, my dad, excuse me, my mom and my father were always told they're not black enough um, as well. And it didn't affect them. I mean, it affected me hardcore because it's like, wow, I got shit on for not 
fitting in where I quote unquote should belong. Um, and I, and then I shit on myself as well. Cause I was like, wow, what the, what the fuck? And so it just damaged me over these years. So, <clears throat> I mean, and this can apply to like any situation, you know, people who like, for example, it could be like males in this society, just in general, like, you know, or like you have to hold up a standard with your family. Like, Oh, you're supposed to be like this. And because we're taught to live for others around us because we there is that fear of getting hurt there is that fear of getting rejected and that is literally y'all that is so normal and it's it goes back to like even the hunter gatherer days those primal communal instincts humans want to feel accepted we want to feel like we belong and it's like we will do anything you know to feel that way now, a lot of times, you know, we search for the right things in the wrong places and not saying that we're bad people for do it. Maybe we're just trying to do our best. You know what I mean, Chooks? And <clears throat> and that can that can cause friction, struggle and resistance when it comes to finding oneself, because it's like, how do we do that? How does how does a person do that? If honestly, sometimes it's like we have to live for others as well. We have to live up to their standards. Cause if you're like, like if you gotta go home every day, you know, to a family who is super judgmental, you know, it's kind of like, it's not like you can go anywhere else. So it's like, it's hard to like have that balance of how do I find myself yet also please others around me. And it's just like, mm, maybe those things don't always mix. You know what I mean, Chooks? Does that make sense? Yeah, and I feel you. As we get older, as we get those opportunities, um, and this is what I'm hearing from Chooks, as we get older and get those opportunities, you know what I mean? Take advantage of those, y'all. Um, and I'm telling myself this as well, and I've, I've taken advantage of it, thankfully. However, it's still a process. You know, take advantage. Um, of the opportunity, the grace and the blessing to be able to be yourself in an environment that, or in a person or an environment that allows you to be you, good, bad, and the in-between. Because we are deserving, we as humans, we are deserving of love, folks. Um, yes, finding yourself may have been robbed from you growing up, however, don't carry that torch and let you rob yourself of it. You're deserving of the love. You deserve it. You deserve it. Not saying the folks that put the the boundaries on you are horrible people, no. Some of them are, but some of them are just subconsciously doing it. They don't realize it, but um. Woo! Got all emotional a little bit there, Chooks, <laughs> but um, does that make sense? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and I mean, I just know, I mean, like, look, with especially within today's society, y'all, like, I just know we struggle with that. Like, I just know it. Like, I just know, well, I don't want to speak for everyone, but it is very obvious, very pre prevalent that though our society pushes, you know, finding yourself, and I'm glad that we do that, and this society does that now. However, it's it's kind of contradictory 
um, it's like push yourself, like find yourself, but don't find yourself too much. We we don't want you to find yourself too much. Oh God, no. But find yourself, but don't really find yourself. Um, y'all, that shit's gotta stop. That shit's gotta stop, y'all. Get the fuck out with that. Like seriously, that we gotta look ourselves in the mirror and be like, look, life is short. We don't know when we're gonna leave this earth. Things happen unexpectedly. I don't wanna go back and look at my life and just be like, wow, I didn't really get to live it because I was living for other people. Um, it's actually kind of scary. Like I went on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen this, um, Chucks, but there's this thing on YouTube. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention their name, but, um, well, I think I can Jubilee. Um, they have this thing where they asked, um, old people what their biggest regret is. And a lot of them said they didn't, they didn't live for themselves for a long time. Now, Cheeks, I just want to applaud you, you know, for being able to be strong enough. Well, no, everyone is strong enough to do so. It's just like, do we take advantage of that strength? So, folks, it is in there within you. You have the strength. And I'm proud of you for having it. Um, Cheeks, you know, <clears throat> I'm proud of you for taking advantage of that. Um, you know, something that you had told me that you had mentioned was... I actually forgot exactly what the words were that you said but i remember how i felt and it just encouraged me to um just be like trent you're not a bad person just because you're just why not be around what you're accepted by and loved like it shouldn't have a label it shouldn't have a color you know like oh, you're only supposed to be around black people. Like that's just what I was like taught by other African-Americans growing up. Yeah, I was always rejected at the same time by a lot of African-Americans. So I was like, well, you know what? What the fuck do I do? You know what I mean? I was like, you're mad at me because other colors accept me. And it's just like, what you had mentioned earlier, what it made me feel is like, fuck all of that. Like literally like, just humans. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be loved. I want to be loved. I want to be accepted. I want to love and I want to accept others. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's all it's going to come down to. That's all it should just come down to is just that. It shouldn't have a certain label of, oh, you can only, you know, be around this type of person or these type of people. No, folks. I mean, this can go beyond race. This can go beyond, you know, sexual orientation this can go beyond political views you know like there's so much person behind a label there's so much human behind excuse me these man-made labels does that make sense chook like who yeah. said just because you're a male that you can't love art or love dancing i mean it's just like when we go, let's go back in history and let's see where those stereotypes come from. I don't know where they came from. I mean, it's like, you can't generalize a whole thing and tell them, oh, you gotta be a certain way. And and this all ties into finding yourself is because it, we're taught to have these things, that these things, these passions that we have should be taken away from us. 
like, oh no, I shouldn't have this. I shouldn't have that. Y'all, it's there in you for a reason. Um, at the end of the day, this is your life. Like for a long time, I thought I had to live for my parents. Look, my parents, they're gonna die one day <laughs> and I'm gonna be here. I'm not gonna start living my life then when they die. Um, I'm going to start now and start now folks does not mean oh my god like you have to um like have it all right now this time of the finger no starting it it starts small it could be just admitting to yourself I have this passion and I'm scared to do it it could it could be as small as that y'all that is huge look up the stain the stages the the stages of change model y'all and y'all will see how strong how how much further you actually are what the model shows is um the process of change in an individual's life pre-contemplation contemplation that those are huge you can't have those i mean you can't have you know the actual action of change without those so folks you need this reminder you are stronger than you actually think you are. You are actually on the journey of finding yourself. You just need a little bit of reminder, but you're already on it. You're already on it. Um, Chooks, this is the thing about me. When I get really passionate, I talk a lot. This is your episode. This is Chooks' episode, y'all, not mine. I. <laughs> He's just a really good listener, I guess, because I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not, uh, let me be quiet. It... I'm gonna be quiet, but I mean, I hope that this makes sense though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like finding yourself, it's not something easy. And now Cheeks, would you say that, um, in the process of you finding yourself, would you say that you have also felt like you lost yourself? Um, no. So surprisingly, um, I even knew me in, if I was in like kindergarten. I've probably done a pretty good job at being the same person when I was three years old as I am now at 23. That's money due to like self-awareness. Because oh. um, like, yeah, when I was younger, I was really quiet, but obviously I'm not going to spend my whole life being quiet because that would like with, that would hold me back from like a lot of opportunities. So um, I kind of like became more, more open, more out there. But that was just like to buy myself better opportunities. But like the quiet aspect still stays there because it's important to be quiet. Um, it's important to listen to others. It's important to like hear people's stories. And it's just important to like, have more social awareness because a lot of people like like to run their mouths off and like they don't listen to others, or they may say the wrong thing. You know, like kind of like be offensive things like that. But because of like how I've stayed food myself it's like an eight to three for example which is very surprising not common it does help me today in terms of question for finding myself because i'm just very big on like keeping it real since day one and a lot of people they're big on like faking it to make it which i understand mm -hmm. but like you can't fake the funk for so long and that's why like, a lot of people struggle with mental health because yeah. they faked it for so long and now like they're crying like oh i'm struggling with this or that blah 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 blah, blah. It's because, like, they couldn't find themselves, so they created a new identity. And, like, they can't keep it up for so long because it's really hard. It's more taxing versus keeping it real. And I can just wake up, do my own thing, do this, that, and, like, 
I'm not questioning myself. I'm not looking in the mirror like, oh, is this really you? When I'm by myself, I'm not having like weird thoughts like, oh, is this really who we are? Like, nah, I'm just like by myself. And the cool part, it gets better every year, every moment, every day, every second. Just being more calm, being more at peace, just being happy with the world, happy with my future, happy about the people I've met, happy about the things I've done. I'm constantly looking forward. Um, like I feel the past is more for memories, more for like cherished things. But like the future is always ahead of you. So like I don't try to look back in the rearview mirror for too long because it's not really productive. It's not going to do anything. But um, just more focusing on the long term, the future, the things I could do, the way I can help others, yeah. the way I can make the most of my life. Chooks, you know, something that you had a theme that and you had said as well is that self-awareness was a huge part in the whole finding yourself journey. Because y'all, I mean, because um, finding yourself does entail learning yourself as well. You know, learning what you like, learning what you need, what you want, you know, um, and I know I need that reminder sometimes, Cheeks, because when I just see the words finding yourself, it sounds great and all, but I'm like, what does that actually entail? Um, and so, I mean, honestly, I'm learning a lot from you. I'm not even lying. Like, I'm literally learning a lot from you. I'm like, oh shit. Like, see, this is the thing. Like, you just never know who or how you're gonna learn something, y'all. It just, sometimes you don't even need, you didn't even need to know that you needed to learn it. Um, and you know what that also reminds me of, Chooks, is, um, It is, it is, it, it, it was, it was very hard for me and I am, I'm sure others can relate as well, you know, finding yourself could also entail, you know, finding those who aren't like your quote unquote self, um, that difference, you know, like, I mean, you, you'd be surprised, you know, what you can learn about yourself through the help and the love of someone else. Um, so basically what I'm saying is, look, let me just be straight up honest with you. Just cause you're, you know, um, uh, let's, ooh, this is controversial, but it's vulnerability time, let's do it. Just cause you're a Democrat, you know, does that necessarily mean you can't have a Republican friend? Like, should, you only hang out with what you're quote unquote supposed to hang out with. Um, who your label says you can hang out with. Oh, you're a baseball player. You can't hang around. Uh, you can't be friends with a gay friend, but it's like, how do you know you're not gonna learn something about yourself to help you find yourself? You know, um, people, you know, we, we, we need each other folks. That's how we have made it so far in society. That's how we've made it so far from the caveman days. We didn't do it on our own. We need each other. We can learn from each other. We can heal from and with each other. We can hurt each other. I, I, look, I, look, see, now, see, I'm childish. I put that pause there for a reason. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it's easy. It's easy. It's so, at least for me, it's so easy to see, you know, oh, people are bad people. You know, and I'm like, 
we are gonna harm each other intentionally or unintentionally um that is not all who we are not every single person you know and though we've had a lot of encounters of people that just probably intentionally wanted to harm us um however there are folks and what about the folks in our lives chooks you know who we have learned about ourselves um and because of them their relationship their love you know um i mean I'm, I tell you shit, like I, if it weren't for a lot of my um, really great close friends um, and shit, some enemies, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at now in the finding myself journey. That makes sense. Chooks is my therapist, <laughs> pretty much. Chooks is my therapist at this point. I mean, I'm just like, I just don't know why. I just want to pour all my heart out right now. He's a good listener, Jesus. I'm I'm seeing Chooks on Zoom, by the way, y'all. Y'all don't see him. Y'all are just gonna hear the audio. Um, I mean, but like what Chooks is saying, you're bringing up these super valid themes and these super valid points, things that I didn't even think of. I didn't even think of it like that. Like a lot of these things that I'm saying out loud, I just now thought about because of what you said. Yeah, I feel you because um, I remember in college, freshman year, I took an English class, and like part of the English class, we asked him to call the hero's journey. I mean, like if I found like a book that relates to it and like write about it or whatever, I don't remember. But um, for a lot of people, like relations to find themselves, a lot of people have to go on the hero's journey. It's like and that journey is very long, it's very tedious, and exhausting. And at the end. You have whatever goal you want to achieve. At the same time, they shouldn't stop there. And in between the start and the finish, you have like a dragon or whatever, um, a troll. It's something you gotta overcome. Like people are gonna handle it differently. Some people are gonna run away. Some people can take a long time trying to get prepared and ready to take on that dragon. Some people are gonna be really scared. They're not gonna bother. Some people are gonna run straight in, not prepared. But you eventually do gotta fight the dragon, slay the dragon to get to your end goal. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it alone. Some people are strong enough to do it alone. While some people may be able to rely on others. Regardless of how you do it, doesn't mean you're strong or you're weak. It's more of slaying the dragon with your end goal. So yes. like, with finding yourself, you mentioned other people. Like me, I get words of encouragement from friends, family, um, other adults, coaches, coworkers. Uh, recently, uh, I was in a flight to Boise, Idaho for work. We met in person for the first time. Oh, wow. I was there for like four days. I was in the air for like freaking 20 plus hours combined. Oh, wow. um, super long flight, but I met all these people in person who I was working with remotely through Zoom for about six months. I also met the leaders from the school. Um, I spoke to all of them surprisingly, had a really great conversations. And like through conversation, words are truly powerful in helping people find themselves because a lot of people have like self-doubt they may have they may just be worrying about the future about themselves mm. or they just may not be truly comfortable being themselves because like i mentioned a lot of people fake it to make it but eventually they can only fake the funk for so long which is why they struggle physically and mentally um i was fortunate enough in that situation be myself 100 percent and like everybody loved me i loved them back it was a very welcoming environment. 
why not other people like once they leave their house they gotta put on a mask put on a, a little charade they really can't keep it real it may not be their choice but like i said like eventually you do have to face that dragon whether you like it or not if not you can be real you can live in a really really crappy life yeah. you're gonna be struggling with yourself every day and god forbid you're ever alone for an extended period amount of time because that moment of being alone is gonna like eat you alive right. versus another person who's like cool with everything and chilling that extra alone time's more than more time to them work on this on themselves what is like physically mentally spiritually spiritually whatever you want to do but you truly gotta be comfortable with yourself because it's gonna help you in the long run versus something that's gonna prevent you from conquering your fears, conquering your challenges, mm. and you spend your whole life stuck at the start line while other people are already slayed the dragon, already towards their goal, taking those past few steps. You're still gonna be too scared to take the right move. It, you know, exactly. And you know, a couple of things that I really like that you said, Chutes, is um, one, um, it doesn't make you stronger weak, whether you do it alone or do it with others. Um, if you do it alone, great, good, good for you. You don't have to. Um, if you do it with others, there is strength in that vulnerability. There is strength in that community. Um, you know, communal, you know, being dependent on others. There's strength in it. Um, we weren't meant to carry everything on our own. Um, and another thing that this kind of popped up is like, you know, finding yourself can mean a lot of things. Um, um, it's, Finding yourself could also mean finding others. Um, I mean, if, I mean, like you said, you know, um, faking this this mask, y'all. It can only serve you for so long, and you know, and it can be so norm that you don't even realize, you know, the greatness that is outside of, you know, throwing off the mask. You know. Um, Though there is a time and a place, you know, like for example, professionalism, obviously in an interview, you, you, you gotta be professional, you gotta get the job, you know, um, but in intimate settings, you know, um, that's when it can get, you know, really dangerous. Um, Cause there could be things that happen in life, you know, and look, to, you know, at the, let me say it like this. I know someone's going to need to hear this. There is a Clark Kent behind the Superman. We can be Superman all day to others, but at the end of the day, when we go home, we are Clark Kent. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? I don't like DC. I like Marvel. You know, to everyone, we are Iron Man, but when we go home, we are Tony Stark. I know damn well I, um, I Tony Stark because I love Iron Man. Um, so that's why I'm using Tony Stark. But you know, it took me a long time to <laughs> to be Tony Stark. Cause I was always, I was taught to be Iron Man. I was taught to be quote unquote this or, or that, you know, um, not just saying from family, but just from society. I, a lot of the things that we have now y'all and that have helped our finding ourselves journey or hindered it is just learned experiences. You know what I mean? And folks, um, I, I'm, I mean, it is really inspiring to hear that there's people like Chooks out there, you know what I mean, who is just, he's able to just be himself. Um, I'm gonna throw myself under the uh, the bus 
No, that's t that's too um. That's too boring. I, I, I'm gonna throw myself under the private jet. I'm speaking things into existence. Okay. I'm throwing myself under my private jet, I hope one day. Um, you know, I still struggle with that a little. I mean, I, I still struggle with it. Now it's getting a lot better, but it's been a years of journey, you know? And um, y'all, sometimes it's gonna feel chaotic. Chook, chook, sometimes it feels chaotic. Cause I feel like on my way to finding myself, I feel like I'm also losing myself. And this is the thing, I'm losing what, I'm losing, um, I'm losing this, the self that was never me to begin with. And so it's my, it's like, here's the norm, and then here's the new. And it's so uncomfortable in that in-between, that journey from the norm to the new. You know, um, and a, you know, a lot of the times I would argue while, while you learn something new, you can also be unlearning something old. Hmm. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable folks to, you know, unlearn things, you know what I mean? Um, whether they're right or wrong, I mean, or quote unquote right or quote unquote wrong, it's so hard to unlearn things, especially if things have been one way for so long, you know? Um, so finding yourself, it can entail finding others. It can entail um, unlearning things, losing yourself, um, struggling, accepting yourself, accepting love, you know? Um, I'm getting all choked up a little bit, y'all. I was just not expecting this um, episode to be so impactful upon me. <laughs> um, good Lord. Chooks, thank you. Literally, just thank you so much. I mean, I'm literally gonna, like, I'm gonna journal. I got a journal after this, because thank you, literally thank you. I, I, and like, I'm just speaking for me. I know there's tons of people listening that, you know, will say thank you as well. Um, shit. Y'all, I need to hear that because my, my ass. Ooh, this finding yourself journey. <sighs> it it gets better, right? Chook, it gets better, right? Uh, yeah, like I said, um, like you just mentioned, it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, for most people, it's probably going to take years. Um, in my case, yeah, I mentioned I was the same since day one. But obviously, just through life and all the experiences, I'm not going to have the mindset of a three-year-old. I'm not the mindset of a 23-year-old and um, everything that comes along with that. And um, part of the journey is a lot of people may think life is a box. And within that box, you have to then certain criteria, certain checklists. It's like a lot of people, they're going to adopt that um, almost like a persona. So like, let's say you're creating a movie, a movie, we're going to have like, all right, you're going to be the athlete, you're going to be the nerd, you're going to be the cheerleader, you're going to be a star quarterback, you're going to be the kid that's really good at math, you're going to be the kid's good at science, you're going to be that doctor or that lawyer, that whatever it's called, anything. So a lot of people are gonna stay within that box. Um, it happens, like it's pretty hard. So like in our day and age, because of social media, which have to be up, I have to be on social media a lot because that's what I do for a living. 
I see a lot of all the other stuff. You have your gym rats, you have your influencers, you have your photographers, your um, like your everything. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's more of the fact that there might be a point in your life where you're almost tired and exhausted because it's like, oh, I spent my last 15 years posting videos of myself doing this or that, or just taking taking the various things. Um, it's almost like you're in a routine for so long to the point where if it's ever taken away from you, you're gonna be lost. So like during pandemic, a lot of people had various things taken away from them and affected them pretty, pretty severely. Um, like me, I'm very big on the gym and stuff. During pandemic, obviously gyms were closed. Um, I don't live in a big place. Like I was stuck in my room, I really can do much workouts. It's like, yeah, it was tough. Like now post pandemic or if we're still in pandemic, if you still think that way, like, yeah. I still go to gym every now and then, but if I can't make it, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't define me. Mm. Hard to find yourself and not let anything define me. So like, yeah, like people see me like, oh, you're a pretty big dude, blah, blah. Are you being on the gym? Like, yeah, but I'm also coming from a very, very all around background. So like, yeah, I was good at athletics. I was very big on the gym. I was a really good artist. So I'm like listening to music, all that junk. So like, I like to let one single thing define me. Um, I don't like to put myself in a box because part of your, part of finding yourself is having an identity that cannot be taken away from you, mm. regardless of outside circumstances. So like, for most people, if the internet was were to shut down for like let's say 24 hours, their life would be shambles. And like me, for example, like yeah, I do it for a living. Social media, digital marketing, all the junk. But like, if it were to shut down for 24 hours, I would not care less. Like, I'd probably take a walk outside or do whatever. Yeah. But um, the fact that I am not attached to it directly from the hip is why like I'm still okay with it going away. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let it become your crutch because that's gonna set yourself up for failure. Like, if you're standing freely and I push you, you're still gonna be standing. Well, if you're leaning on the crutch and I push you. You're gonna fall. You're probably gonna break your hip or something. You're not gonna be good. Um, you're not gonna be feeling good. So like, just find something and find yourself. It's like you stand alone versus having to lean on something just to just to get by. Right. Yeah, and you know, a uh, last thing, because um, I know we're running out of time. You know, um, about that crutch analogy, that is so true. And you know, shit. I know. I know. I've definitely fell off that crutch. You know, um, but folks, let me let you know this. That hip will heal. You fall off a crutch, it will heal. It can heal. You may break something, it will heal. Um, And it's a learning experience. Um, Like, kind of like Chief was saying, you know, you are not just one definition. You know, actually, I'm going to look myself in the video camera and tell myself this because, you know, what? I, 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 it's hard for me to do this. I'm going to be like Trenton. I don't know. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I mean, not the mirror, the camera, y'all. Me and Chuk are on Zoom. Um, Trenton, you are not one definition. Fuck, this is hard for me to say. You're not one definition. You are so much more. I'm proud of you for finding yourself. 
proud of you for giving yourself the grace to know that, you know, back then you were just doing your best. You didn't know no better. Um, and it's hard and it's a struggle and I'm so proud of you. Trenton. Oh, shit, y'all, that hurt. That was so uncomfortable to say to myself. Oh, I'm getting teary-eyed, but it was necessary, y'all. And I mean, I just don't think if... Chook, you're the, you're the reason why I was just able to do that just now, by the way. So thank you for your inspiration and um, courage and vulnerability. I got you. Um, since we're ending it soon, I'll probably leave a couple last sentences. So, like, yes. just to summarize it, so probably the biggest thing about finding yourself is being true to yourself, being true to others. So, keeping it 100 with yourself, keeping it 100 with others. And, like, just don't live life trying to satisfy yourself or just trying to satisfy people close to you. Just try to, um, serve others and be able to help them as well and like i don't care if you're satisfying yourself your mom your dad your brother your sisters your girlfriend your boyfriend your nephew your niece or close friends like help other people like the person you saw on the street um just have a conversation with them if somebody's homeless instead of like throwing them like 30 dollars take them out to eat definitely don't record any of this let's like keep it to yourself ideally yeah. Um, never do anything just for brownie points in life. Like, just do it out of the kindness of your heart because it really means a lot. So, like, just try to live your life truthfully, truthfully to yourself, um, truthfully to others, and try to help other people along the way because they're really going to appreciate it. And, like, I've talked to literally thousands of people at this point. Bringing up my work trip, I talked to like over 100 people and shit. Um, like, the value of conversation is so powerful. Because a lot of people, they think they have to act or do certain things, but words are truly powerful. And like our world is made up of words, movies, everything, um, songs we listen to. Words are truly powerful. It's how we communicate. Even if you can't speak, we have sound language for a reason. Like just the power of words is incredible. So like just keep it a hundred to yourself, to others. Live each day, try to help yourself also others in front of you around you they don't have to be family they have to be super close mm. just live like to serve and if we all think that way the world would be a lot better place and we have a lot better community a lot better better um just like friendships and um you can feel a lot better yourself just like definitely try that yeah thanks my dude my fellow fight brother thank Got you, you. <laughs> This was awesome. This was literally inspiring. Um, before we end it, name three to four friends you want to give a shout out to. <laughs> I'm going to say their first names. Yeah, um, first names only. Yes, I'm not trying to get a lawsuit. Yeah, gotcha. I'm going to say Francis, Jeff. Um, I get Mundy one. Mundy. And then probably an OG, Amanda. Yeah. Now, to Chook's other friends, <clears throat> yes, because of time-wise, we're not going to say a whole list. So, y'all are important to him. 
<laughs> it's just time wise. But yes, oh my god. So yeah, hello to those three, four friends. Howdy. Um, when they hear this, it'll be pretty cool to, for them to hear their name. And hello from um, your host, Trenton Epizon Rucker. Um, this has been such an inspiring time. Thank you so much, Chooks. Um, this has been vulnerability time. And with that, folks, I look forward to next week's. See you later. Gotcha. Take it easy. You, you don't hang up, though. You don't hang up, though. Just stand. Just stand. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk after this really quick. Okay. Thank you.